This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do reviews and recaps of your favorite movies and shows. We focus on representation and the voices that are ignored. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds. My name is Lee, a.k.a. Watch me, Lee, I'm here, my boy, Jack. We drop live episodes on YouTube on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All episodes can also be found everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to all our supporters. Please help us by subscribing and leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. This is your boy, Neves, a.k.a. Watch with Neves, and I'm here with my co-host, Jazz, a.k.a. DJ... What if Jazz was not here? <laughs> How would the show go without him? <laughs> oh no, Jazz left. All right, I guess we have the answer to that question. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, listen, listen, Jazz. Are you ready? Come back. Listen, are you ready <laughs> to cover Captain Carter and the Multiverse of Madness? I mean, sorry. Uh, what if season two? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really do hate the name multiverse of madness because that movie was not a multiverse of madness it's what i've always called it the triverse of sadness like <laughs> that it was is true. so bad that is true well listen guys i know what's not making us sad and that's our guest so we have to welcome back our guest for the third time marmar what's going on how are you hi neeps hi jazz great to be back again to talk about what if so you look amazing. You. What you got? A, uh, you're in Hawaii at the moment. We're so yes, jealous, and you got an amazing tan. Look at you. You look fabulous. <laughs> yeah, I'm so jealous. good lighting. <laughs> Better lighting than I usually have. So thank you. That's awesome. Well, you were on our podcast when we went over elementals. You were on our podcast when we went over everything, everywhere, all at once. And now we got you for what if. And I'm really excited because I saw some of your TikToks and I'm like, ooh, she's got opinions. <laughs> Let's have her on the show. <laughs> I love it when people have opinions, especially when they when they are against the grain. <laughs> I feel like uh, they're interesting and we get to explore them. So uh, I would like to just, you know, start off with just going around the room. What are your thoughts without spoilers of this season of What If compared to last season? Uh, Marmar, why don't you go first? You're our guest. Thank you. Uh, wow. Where do I begin? Um, there were a few that I really enjoyed. Um, and I, but I would say, I think what if season one still is a little bit better than season two for me for a few reasons that we'll probably get into throughout the show. But, um, overall, I think, um, some of the stories that they chose to kind of explore were very interesting. A lot of them, in my opinion, felt like rehashings of just original movies that we have already seen in the MCU, but then kind of just like, replacing characters and then putting them in and then say, okay, what if that happened? So um, some are good, some are like, okay, like we've kind of seen this a little bit before. Um, I did wish that they would try to venture out and try to ask a little bit more um, 
you know, provocative questions or just more questions that will be like, okay, like truly what could happen if that scenario did happen and played out instead of what we have gotten in that sacred timeline or the original MCU timeline. But mm-hmm. overall, it was still good. It was so enjoyable. It was nice to see um, episodes every single day. I was out of the country yeah. when all the What If Season 2 episodes were dropping. So it was trying to find that time difference and then trying to figure out when those new episodes were dropping. But it was a cool format that Disney Plus had um, with the daily drop. So yeah, I, I actually really like that. Like drop one day. It's like every day is like a like a special gift you're getting. You're like, oh, you yeah, it's something to look forward to every day. Uh, even though like I didn't enjoy all the episodes, but there's still mm-hmm. something to look forward to. Jazz, what are your uh, thoughts? Yeah, so the season started off okay. In the middle, it got worse. But then toward the end, they kind of got it together, and I was like, oh, this is amazing in some places. And so, okay. you know, overall, yeah, it was an okay season um the daily drops i actually did not watch them on time so i didn't even realize that was happening but that's awesome that they did that uh but yeah we'll, we'll, let's talk more about the episodes when we get into it all right well for for me like it's no secret what if it's like my one of my least favorite shows <laughs> like i i don't I, I don't really like this show uh yeah. and that's fine i feel like it's not for me it's for other people uh my biggest thing with this show is that i don't get the tone and the humor it just doesn't work for me it's like mm-hmm. not the mcu but it's also not a cartoon right so like i watch earth mightiest heroes and i watch like guardians of the galaxy cartoon and like they have a certain type of humor there. Then the MTU has their type of humor. And then what if has its own and it just, the tone doesn't work. And some of the humor, I I don't find funny. I don't think some of the jokes work. Uh, They're just like thrown in there because they have nothing for the person to say. And you Mm -hmm. see it really badly in the Tony Stark episode where it's just one quip after another, after another, which like majority of them don't need to be there. And my favorite episode had no jokes. It was nothing that was like, you know, typical, hey, let's add a joke for no reason here. And that was the Kohori episode, which we'll get into. But... (sighs) I think those are the two reasons why I don't really connect with the show. But if people do, that's great. I'm not knocking it. You know, not everything is for everybody. So th- that's where we all stand uh, on this show. So I'm, I'm glad people, we're going to have a, a little bit of, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what's made. So the first episode was Nebula joins the Nova Corp. What if Nebula joins the Nova Corp? Now, this one wasn't bad. I actually really like this one because it has this cool noir feeling. It was a mm-hmm. history. I was kind of digging this. Uh, and it was really, really cool. And they brought in some side characters for com- comedic relief. I didn't think they were too bad. This was one. Of, I was like, okay, this was an okay episode for me. I thought it was decent. And I really liked the ending. I really liked Nebula. I feel like uh, Karen Gillian's voice acting. Uh, I think she was a voice actor. I think it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts about this episode, Marmar? Yeah, I agree with a lot of you said uh, a lot of what you said uh, about the first episode. Um, I like the crime noir. I like a good like yeah. crime noir kind of um, yeah. uh, genre. So I think I like that. What if at least the season two? One of the positives I had was that it was at least trying to like explore tip it, dip its toes into kind of more specific genre kind of yes. like storytelling. Um, and so I hope they do more of that in the future. Um, whatever if it's a show or a movie. Um, but I guess if you're a Nebula fan, at least I, I always like Nebula's character. Um, she's a very tragic character, but I think there's a lot of um, nuance and a lot of like story there still to tell about Nebula. And I'm glad they took that opportunity to kind of give Nebula that spotlight and give her 
a story that is not as sad. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's nice to see her uh, kind of have her own moment um, in the multiverse. Yeah, not as sad, but still kind of sad. <laughs> we'll see. Jazz, what are your thoughts about Nebula? So what I really liked about this episode was that Nebula had a mom figure finally. Mm-hmm. And seeing that relationship grow, showing how she could blossom if she had the right support, aka yeah. just not Thanos, like <laughs> she could have been something amazing, even in the MCU. And this was a fantastic way to start off a season. Like I actually like I know some people are saying, Oh, it's mid. Um, even I said that initially, but like this specific episode was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that is so funny. Uh, I never thought about Nebula having a mother figure. Are you saying that like Daddy Thanos isn't isn't enough for for them? You want me to answer that question? Like, I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely, he's not like just because your dad is pro genocide. Like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, you uh, like tortured her for her whole life, replacing her with like mechanical body part. parts or whatever. Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> what father hasn't compared their children to each other and made them fight it out? <laughs> That seemed like a recurring theme in this season. So, or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> dealing with the dads uh no yeah i agree I, I that's why this this episode worked for me because as you see if some of the other it was a completely different tone uh mm-hmm. and i, I like that about this one hey toyans in the comments welcome Toyin. we are talking about what if season two feel free to drop your comments in tiktok instagram and on youtube if you like um all right so the next one is what if peter quill uh fights the avengers i believe uh Again, this is what a typical what if episode kind of reminds me of. And while I do like Peter Quill, I like seeing Hope and Peter as kids. Um, this one really didn't do much for me. Uh, it was cool to see the Winter Soldier with this like team that you wouldn't normally see. Uh, Captain Mar- Marvel was a big surprise. I didn't see her being in here. I thought that was really cool. Also, we didn't mention, but like uh, Jude Law's character from uh, yeah. Captain Marvel was also in the Nebula thing. That was another one. So I like seeing characters I don't expect to see. I think yeah. that's a lot of fun, uh, like Howard the Duck and stuff. Uh, and I know they're using Groot because they don't have to pay anybody because he just says like one word. It's just pre-recorded. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, what do you guys think of the Peter Quill episode, Marmar? Yeah, these are, um, to my earlier point of, like, these are one of the episodes where it just felt like a rehashing. Like, they were kind of just like, okay, let's just take yeah. the first Avengers and then just replace uh, Loki with Peter Quill. And then, like, instead of the OG Avengers, I think one thing I liked about it, at least, was that, like, I was trying to, like, assemble what, like, who could be in the Avengers yeah. in that time period. Because it was in 19, 1980s 1980s when Peter Quill yeah. was a child. So it was nice to see a lot of the older um, superheroes who kind of were the mentors or the neglected parents <laughs> kind of teaming up um, to kind of see how they their dynamic could work in that time period and in those situations. Like, obviously, like, we had T'Chaka. We had, um, well, God, I kind of, Hope's dad, um, dad, Hank. Um, yeah, we had, obviously, Winter Carter, Star- yeah, uh, Howard Winter Stark. Oh. So it was interesting to see the, them together. And then Winter's, like, Bucky, I totally forgot that he's just around not aging <laughs> really yeah, yeah. so was, was, was captain carter in this one too or no it was just peggy just peggy okay okay yeah. damn she's in everything whether she's peggy or captain carter <laughs> like 
<laughs> they really, really are pushing her like crazy. And I don't know why, but I, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it's having the negative effect that they want. I feel like a lot of people are not connecting with the character. Uh, but we'll we'll get to that <laughs> bridge when we get to it. Uh, Jazz, what are your thoughts about the Peter Quill episode? Uh, I mean, Marmar just said it the best. This episode <laughs> wasn't that great. Uh, like, just the whole premise of this episode where, you know, you have Ego's plan and, like, how quickly everything moved, how yeah. quickly everything shifted. I'm like, none of this makes sense. Like, this is bad. <laughs> uh i'm very glad this is one of the shorter episodes because i just could not wait to get through it like <laughs> it was not good yeah it, it was nothing about it that i really like i did like howard and and uh winter soldier talking on the phone a little bit and i was like this motherfucker is gonna kill you by the way yeah. <laughs> i hope you know this <laughs> you know but I, I think that's the only part that i really thought was interesting uh where you got to see that you know bucky is already trying to deprogram himself a little bit uh in the 80s but yeah like it does just feel like more of the same like it didn't give us anything special it didn't we got to see some characters who we normally would not have seen it was cool to see Sachaka. it was cool to see hank but there's nothing to write home about i i i didn't really love this episode either also uh, if i mentioned i know thor also was in there another eight like thousand year old like hero but also when he was saying oh yeah all of like asgard's over because of this kid and i'm like really i can't yeah. really just obliterate the nine realms like that okay <laughs> yeah and like he didn't even mean to he just like was going places and it, the whole thing was like oh he was misunderstood and he didn't really want to uh kill anything or blow planets and i'm like well then how did he blow up those other planets where he came from i was like what's really really going on here um i don't know i and like we got this amazing story of like how peter quill learns who his dad is and he's so happy and then he like conquers his like you know uh i don't know what it was but his like imagination of what he had of it of his dad his expectations oh, yeah. and when he found out that his mom killed his mom like it was so well done in garden of the galaxy too and this is kind of just like a wish version of that <laughs> like it did wasn't it it, 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 yeah. it didn't give us something different you're just giving us a watered down version of something we already have you already have the avengers we already have guardians of the galaxy 2 you smashed the two together and gave us a walmart version of it that's really yeah. what this episode is i agree uh, so <laughs> i'm wearing my haterade hat today <laughs> i'm sorry no it's uh, fine because like you should hate this episode it's just <laughs> bad it's valid <laughs> well speaking of hating episodes <laughs> Oh, okay one. yes fair <laughs> i hated the next one too i don't like it <laughs> like like i'm sorry i'm sorry but die hard has been done to death it's been done by community and brooklyn 99 and just every other sitcom like it's been done to death and we didn't need we did not need a marvel's die hard i'm sorry <laughs> well what are your yeah. thoughts about this episode marmar i agree um it I do like, I've always liked Happy um, to a yeah. certain extent. I think he's just kind of a jolly old man who just kind of just there, like helps whenever he needs to be and it's useful to the plot when he needs to be. Yeah. So it was nice that he had his own, like, um, yeah, his like John McClane diehard moment. Um, it was interesting that they actually like caught him. And I, I haven't read the comics, so I could be wrong. I know, he, like, I think he is, I, I know he took that serum and then he became whatever. I think he is that in the comic, comics. Mm. So I don't know if he is like that. I didn't know that. 
Uh, he might be. I might. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But I. Um, there's so many I, comics. But yeah, yeah. It, there might be one where it is. Uh, Toy mm-hmm. Insist, the weakest episode. Yeah. yeah, I I would agree. But like, it's a Christmas episode. I'm not gonna hate on it. I'm like, you know what? Some people might like it. Everyone loves yeah. a Christmas story, I guess. Um, I'm not one of those people, so I thought maybe that's why. But if people who love Christmas stories are telling us it's not good, then it's probably <laughs> really bad. I will also say, um, I uh, it kind of reminded me. It felt like a fan fiction kind of like story in terms of like someone kind of probably just thought, oh, what would happen if all the Avengers were just like celebrating Christmas and then yeah. just like seeing kind of what could transpire. It felt like kind of like, like those kind of episodes where it just felt like wholesome. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of like yeah, like just kind of no thoughts, just vibes, kind of like Avengers just chilling. Yeah. Um, for the holidays, so that was nice in that regard, but nothing did nothing much more after that. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Kat Dennings. I like some of the people mm-hmm. that they have. But, like, this is one of the episodes where I think the jokes were just really bad. Even Justin Hammer just, like, had, like, oh, one yeah. joke after another after another. And I'm like, if you're going to give a character jokes, like, give them good ones. Like, Robert Downey Jr. had some good lines in his movies because he he's, he's the witty person. Some of them were his own ideas that he came up with on the spot, right? In fact, mm-hmm. like, the entire court case with... Uh, uh, Justin Hammer in Iron Man 2 was pretty much all ad-libbed, right? According oh, wow. to the MCU reign of the MCU book. And like he had the chops to do it. They they but they didn't let him. It's I don't know who wrote these lines, but they were not funny. I, I was just not connecting to them. Um I did like seeing what all the other Avengers were doing during Christmas. I thought that was funny where like mm-hmm. ha- Hawkeye was buying a toy and uh, I think somebody was uh, Tony was Santa and I don't know Steve was an elf. Like that was funny sure. Like that gag got me. I thought that was pretty funny. But the jokes and the lines weren't that great. Um, and then yeah I don't know. I, I, this was the weakest episode. I'm sorry. Yeah. I couldn't get over the voice actor for Tony Stark. Yeah. yeah you you know it's different you know it's not robert downey jr like it, it it just didn't hit for me and then you know this episode i know it's supposed to be an episode about happy but really the only one who i actually liked in this episode was darcy like yeah she was the one who got shit done she was the one you know just making sure everything was going okay and of course everything goes wrong yeah but like everybody else was just like you know vibing and not doing anything darcy's here stressed like it was just a mishmash and darcy she was the only silver lining to it yeah yeah agreed with like everybody else this is probably the weakest episode of the entire season you know what they need to do they need to give maria hill her episode but poor girl's dead now she never got her flowers she's never had any kind of like <laughs> significant role in any of the movies like happy's definitely been in like four or five movies yeah. and uh cat denning's been in like quite a few things with wandavision like maria hill shows up for like one second and is like out give her her flowers give her something we saw this amazing character that people connected with people love the actress and they never did anything with her as so sad yes we love robin <laughs> Rob, mm-hmm. just to t- bring her to the mall <laughs> like how i met your mother uh, yo right if now. they did a what if episode of her in a mall right and she was like somehow in an alternate timeline where she met Robin Sparkles. 
I would oh think that would be one of the best episodes ever made for what? That if, would right? be so funny. <laughs> I love Give that. Give me song. that. That would be amazing. That's a multiverse of madness, right there. That, that's a right, multiverse. That, exactly. Of Robin Chaprosky and Maria Hill in like one universe, like that. That's what I want to see. Give me that. What if? <laughs> yeah. Come I'm on, Jessica. Come on, Tori. <laughs> Let's go to the mall. You won't be sorry. Like I love that. <laughs> That's a banger. You know the words. I know the whole words. I know all of it. It's <laughs> so bad. Um, all right, we'll do a sing along after this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, speaking of not liking Tony Stark's voice, the next episode, we get a whole lot of Tony Stark. Now, I'm not mad at this episode because originally this episode was from season one and it was supposed to be about Gamora. And for some reason, mm-hmm. they re edited it to make it about Tony. Uh, and here's the thing with t- Tony, voice actor. Like, I actually like him because he is tony stark in the earth mightiest heroes tv show cartoon but in that show he gets to be his own version of tony stark in this he's trying to be the robert downey version of tony stark and Mm -hmm. it's not hitting and in the cartoon he just does his own thing which works and i don't know it's a multiverse it's a different universe you can make your own version of tony stark you don't have to follow the mcu version but i think that's why it's not hitting yeah it's one of those things where like they're gonna go back to what worked in the mcu and they're gonna try and recreate it and it's like no Mm-hmm. He, he died an honorable death. Like, let let Robert Downey Jr. be. Don't touch his character. Yeah. You know, we can move on now. And yes, uh, what's his name? Um, shoot, I'm blanking on this voice actor's name. It's Wingert? Mick Wingert, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. In, in the other cartoon, he's fantastic, like, being himself, right? I want to see more of that. I don't want people trying to be Robert Downey Jr., yeah the expectations are gonna fall flat i'm sorry and you know be yourself be your own character have your own quips and mannerisms i will enjoy that like i can respect that but when you try to be something else and it doesn't work then you're gonna end up with all this hate which you rightfully deserve yeah no totally totally uh so for me this episode was the most cartoonish of the bunch. I like I, it felt like wacky racers from Hanna Barbera or something where they're like doing this kind of race, or like Wreck It Ralph where they're having like the big race at the end and there's like the Candyland King and that's the Grand Emperor. Like that's what it felt like to me. So I was like, all right, this this one feels like a cartoon and like the Grand Emperor's like literally melts to the ground in like a puddle and I'm like, all right, this is like like a like a kid's cartoon this is like a hanna-barbera kind of cartoon and i'm just like oh i don't understand the tone they're going for here are they going for mcu are they going for earth mightiest avengers or are they going for like a hanna-barbera cartoon because like every episode is like all over the place like one's a noir story one's a uh, story about like a serious subject like colonization and then some is like trying to be like the mcu and then one is like like a racing cartoon so I, i feel like the show is a little bit all over the place uh what are your thoughts about this episode marmar yeah yeah this episode was definitely the wackiest one yet um again kind of similar to it felt like thor ragnarok but then again i mean that was the whole premise it's thor ragnarok but it's actually tony instead of the hulk landing down and then um a lot of that kind of yeah it's it's still beat for beat thor ragnarok when you get to sakar yeah Um, i did like it was interesting to see gamora and tony interact yeah. because they have never interacted 
So it was oh, nice that at least like they can connect on their daddy issues with each other. Like Tony's yeah. like, I had a shitty dad. Um yeah. sounds like you do too. So you should team up and you know take up take on your dad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Though I think Gamora might have him beat on shitty dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Jazz, what are your thoughts about this episode? Uh, so this episode I actually liked initially mm. until we were on the Agents of Fandom podcast. Yeah. And it was brought up just how, like, this is another one of those exact rehashed episodes that didn't really do anything to explore what if, right? Yeah. This is just another one of those episodes where you throw a character in a different place and the end result is almost the exact same as it was. And it's just another disappointment. Mm. Now, as for the wackiness of the episode, I actually did enjoy that. Um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Like if they're exploring this, that's cool. Like I'm, I'm for that. Um, they want to explore different genres. That's cool. It's out of, it's, you know, all over the place. Yes. But like, that's what it's supposed to be. So sure. You know, going in with that, that was fine for me. But where this episode really falls short is the story. It, mm. it just does not do anything significant, right? Uh, like, for example, the next episode we're going to talk about, right? That was so good and so significant. This episode, or sorry, two episodes from now. Mm -hmm. um, this episode, again, it's just like another thing they did just to try and uh, hit the nostalgia button and print money. And it just did not work for me. Mm, yeah yeah i totally get it uh well speaking of nostalgia uh, let's go to our favorite 1940s hero for <laughs> which is captain carter so yeah. this yeah she come well first was peggy uh and like all of season one was peggy and multiverse of madness was peggy uh and then um also she had her own two season TV show. Uh, she has the most green time of any non Avenger in the MCU. Like she has two seasons of a show. She's been in so many cameos. She was in so many movies. She had her 10 minutes in, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Multiverse of madness. And she has so many like screen times in these cartoons like she has got a chokehold on Marvel. Like she's got, she must know where the bodies are buried. Cause, <laughs> and like, listen, if you like Captain Carter, that's great. That's fine. No, no hate. Uh, there are some valid I reasons like Captain why Carter. Really? So like, there's some valid reasons. Why <laughs> people, people <laughs> that's I, what you're just like, really? Okay. <laughs> right, Here's why I don't like Captain Carter. They don't let her be her own person. All they do is give her yes. Captain America lines. And all she does is repeat with steve's line she's not captain carter she's just freaking steve rogers in a union jacket <laughs> that's yeah. not that marmar that's we really were... it right yeah, yeah. like uh um uh, i just lost my train of thought because like this comments here which says you know we didn't need more peggy honestly but i do love her and so yeah. like uh marmar go ahead while i recollect my thoughts <laughs> sure sure <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah rant. i I do agree with that. I think that's a big, I think now thinking that's a big part is that I think Peggy is not her own character mm -hmm. because she's basically just kind of, she's basically replacing Steve Rogers when we already have Sam Wilson as Captain America and somehow they're mm -hmm. pushing Peggy Carter as Captain Carter more than Sam Wilson as Captain America. And I think that's like, from what I've seen, that's a big part of, I think, why the overexposure of Captain Carter is kind of uh, off-putting for a lot of people. Um, 
And I think, I mean, Peggy Carter in general, she's fine again, and kind of as a supporting person to see Rogers' storyline. And I think if if she wanted to do a power up and be that that superhero, that's fine. But it's again, it's just being Captain America. It's just being Steve Rogers, and then that's not, I think, fair for someone like her when she probably has a, her own story. And I mean, we saw her probably through Agent Carter and all of that. Um, so I think just the overexposure of her and what if season two also was just like I think let's just let her, the woman lay to rest. Like it's just yeah. I think. Like there's so many more fascinating characters that the MCU has introduced, and yet we're still on Peggy and Steve. Yeah. Like I, I like you had they had their happy ending in Endgame. Like yes. a lot of people is like I'm sure that that's still a controversial thing to talk about of that ending, but like they got together. Like <laughs> why are we still like making it sound like they have a timeless tragic love story when they we saw them together in one universe? That's just me. I think it's just overexposure. Yeah. And we need to move on. <laughs> yeah i get it, it yeah it kind of cheapens that that happy ending mm-hmm. so in this story like again like she just it's really just like the winter soldier but you replace the winter soldier with steve <laughs> and i'm just like okay it's, it's more of the same and yeah. like the only thing i thought was interesting i think black widow was was good in this i thought she was interesting uh seeing uh bucky as uh you know uh, what you call it a world leader i thought that was interesting yeah. but yeah it was it was more of the same uh did not love it but you know uh, i didn't mind seeing some more black widow in, in this one i thought she is a pretty decent character i think the voice actress for black widow does a great job of like mm-hmm. making black widow her own which is what the yeah. tony stark of that you uh this what if universe should be doing so really really like that yeah um, um let me say one thing though about this episode or actually just captain carter in general it's that i agree that we've seen so much of her and we're tired of her but it's only because we haven't seen the real Captain Carter. Like, I want a what if episode that is Captain Carter that isn't Captain America. Yeah. Right? Give me that. That would be something really cool to watch, actually. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think Marvel is definitely screwing that up. Yeah. Well, speaking of screwing it up, I definitely agree with Marmar where like it it is off-putting to see Captain Carter being pushed on us when we haven't gotten Sam Wilson uh as our Captain America in forever in any kind of cuz they can give us a what if like episode with Sam if they wanted to. They they choose not to. And his movie is now like tainted with all this like issues with Sabra and like all of this stuff that's happening. Not only are they like promoting a what you call it Masood agent, a character that's based on a Masood agent, but there's also a lot of anti-Semitic stuff with going on with that movie where it used to be called uh, New World Order and there's a lot of other things that they were having. There's just a lot of like controversy surrounding that movie. And I feel like they're just putting Sam in such like a a bad place and they're not doing him justice. And the fact that mm-hmm. like they could have put him in anything they wanted until now that he could have been in an end credit scene in any of the movies that came out and yeah. it, people would have gone crazy for it. Right. But they chose not to because, you know, they, they're saving it for the movie, which it's fine, but I don't know. I, I it, it, after a while, you're kind of just start looking at them sideways. It's <laughs> basically what happens. Um, all right. So, I swear to you, we're not going to shit on this, se- this show the whole episode. The good episodes are coming. <laughs> the, I, I promise you, we're not just here to, we're not one of the people that just hates on the MCU just to hate on them. But what if Kohori reshapes the world? 
love this episode absolutely love it the animation style the way they explain her powers like how her powers work Mm -hmm. uh speaking in the mohawk language like beautiful episode they spent time on this episode they took years to do it and it goes to go you like when marvel and disney actually care about something they will put out quality work. They will reach out to people to make sure the right people are telling these stories. Uh, I was like, holy shit, this is good. And there was no like cheap humor into it because it didn't work with the tone of the episode because the episode was very serious. It was about like a genocide. And because of that, like they made sure not to just like throw in these little quips and humors in places where they don't belong to cut the tension. Uh, and that's why it, this episode really, really worked for me. Uh, Marmar, what are your thoughts? I totally agree. It's probably my favorite episode of the season. Um, I think the introduction of a very new character like Ahori was, it was awesome. Like, I wish we got to like a whole movie of her too. Like, I'm glad that mm-hmm. they took time to like, they, they filled out those, whatever, like 30 minutes of this episode. And it was so, it was just, great from beginning to end and Devery Jacobs as Kahori. Um, I know she had interest if they ever do a live action and I hope they do explore yes. a live action of Kahori. Um, and I, yeah, I think they handled the subject matter really well. Um, yeah, they, it was a good balance in tone. Um, it was serious when it needed to be, it was humorous and more heartfelt and when mm-hmm. it needed to be. And, um, yeah, it was just incredible to see that her, the, her powers and then how she used it, for good and then was still um in a way that was not very you know incredibly violent but like still very just yeah um, and the ending when she just went to the queen herself was yeah just like, i'm um, just and we're we're stopping this now <laughs> <laughs> that so is i actually amazing. love the queen um it was vo- yeah. she was voiced by a carolina Ravisa, and so uh oh yeah okay. carolina Ravasa, and so if any of you have ever played Overwatch, she's the voice of Sombra in the game. And so I thought she was just perfect for this role. Uh, this whole episode was just fantastic. I really can't add much more to it. Like, just everything from the, like, the tattoos, the colors, like, every little detail. I feel like they went above and beyond. And then maybe that's why the last few episodes were bad. Was because they spent so much time and budget on this one episode. Uh, this episode was the reason I actually, well, truth be told, I haven't watched episode 789, uh, but this episode is, in my opinion, the reason this whole season was saved. Like, if it wasn't for episode 6, I would have said this is probably the worst Marvel season of a show of all time. Oh, yeah. I would say that, like, somebody needs to make sure Kahori has good health insurance because her back must hurt from carrying this season. Yeah. <laughs> I also uh, love that the beginning of the episode was um because it was the Tesseract. And then, yeah. like, it was, like, Odin didn't have, like, he couldn't accomplish his mission to colonize the Nine Realms. And yeah. then it ended on Kahori just ending colonization on Earth. Um, yeah. And stopping that so it was nice like that theme carried through from beginning to end um i never thought of that odin as like conquering the nine realms is really just colonization yeah. <laughs> on a space it level it really is yeah <laughs> colonizer like full stop <laughs> yeah basically like he colonized earth and was like thor uh this will be your dominion <laughs> you protect it midgard and all that yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. 
Oh man, no, this was a a really really good episode. And speaking of Odin, the next episode is Odin and uh, Hela get into a fight, and he casts her out the way he casts out mm-hmm. Thor in the first Thor movie. So again, it's a little rehashing of like Thor one, but it was interesting. Wait, wait, wait. Should I dip because I haven't seen episode seven, eight, nine yet? It's up to you. Yeah, let me do that because I don't want to fully spoil it. Like, wait, are they good? Uh, they're okay. I mean, the, the last two are, are pretty good. I mean, the last one is definitely good. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Jazz bye, is leaving guys. a... Jazz. Yeah, no, because, like, I, I'm sorry. I haven't had time to watch the, like, the rest oh, of it. Really yeah, uh, but... You only had a month. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a busy time. Uh, but, I'm you know, kidding. Episode Jazz- six was great. Jazz Jazz has been doing good work. Jazz has been working with a lot of political organizations to uh, nice. put out letters for the ceasefire. So Jazz has been doing Amazing. really hard, tough work, creating a pack, doing a lot of good work. So we we, we don't blame you, Jazz. We love you. I'll be back soon, Incredible. I promise. All right. Marmar, you are the new co-host of the show. Okay. <laughs> You've been promoted. <laughs> All right. So... This one says, "What if Hella found the ten rings?" Technically, she never found them. She just found. She didn't find them, but she yeah. saw them. What she if she saw, saw the ten rings? <laughs> exactly. What if she saw the ten rings? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I came back just because I was hitting X. You said that. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. So she never found the ten rings. Basically, she just like runs into Shang Chi's dad, and yeah. uh, and, and she's yeah. kind of vibrant. Shang Chi's dad was like, "Yo, let me holla at this white lady real quick." I know that was so funny though. <laughs> <laughs> I, he was like, I, I, a shot with Hella." Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was really, really funny. Um, and then instead, she starts vibing with his wife instead, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's that's that a twist sad. of events. I was like, I'm not mad yeah. at this. <laughs> yeah. So they, they treat her helmet the same way they treat the Thor's hammer, basically. Yeah. So no one can lift it unless like they are worthy. Mm-hmm. So Hela isn't worthy because she's too much of like a bloodthirsty warrior. So she has to learn mercy. So mm-hmm. she ends up going to the uh dimension where uh Shang Chi's mom is from, I mm-hmm. believe. Hello, uh, yeah. Ha- yeah, hello. Um and she ends up learning from Shang Chi's mom, and she learns patience. She learns mercy. Then she goes back out there to fight her dad because her dad realized that she wasn't in the Nine Realms. So he came to Avenger, and then he's like, "Oh, you have this weapon. Uh, you shouldn't really have that. Let someone more sophisticated uh, take that from you because you can't be trusted with these weapons." Uh, very colonizer mindset right i thought yep. that was pretty interesting and then they have like a a fight scene uh it was really cool to see how the 10 rings work and how they use yeah. them together i thought that was really cool but i really wanted to see hella use the 10 rings she didn't yeah. use them at all what are yeah. your thoughts about this episode Mamar? yeah i mean to the point yeah it was very rehashing of the first thor movie except um it's landing and yeah to meet when um yeah, it was it was really interesting. I think it was interesting to see Hela get a redemption arc. I personally have always loved, I love Hela and Thor Ragnarok, and I actually just yeah. loved how unapologetically bad she was. And yeah. I mean, too, like she was very valid in a lot of like what she did because her father literally banished her after literally making her to a tool yeah. and it's a weapon to colonize. And then now he was mad that she was like, "I want more power," and he's like, "No, nope, that's, that's no," and then like banished her. So. 
it was interesting to see Hella like be good. I think personally, I would rather have Hella just be a baddie all the way. But it was yeah. nice to see Hella kind of explore that side of her. Um, um, it felt it just kind of like it felt like a mishmash. It kind of just felt like okay, let's just bring these two characters together and see what yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was, I'm glad that I mean we didn't even get to see Shang Chi. Like it was literally just Wen Wu and the mom. Um, yeah well so, i think like the mom and the dad had actually not met so they never true. had so Junkie, really, like, yeah be into existence anyway but i'm glad that there were at least in this episode we got like, at least an, one of the characters that we've seen already and like at yeah. least they're trying to hopefully introduce more of the characters that you introduced since 2021 yeah, yeah. Um, so we saw morris though episode. the the faceless butt angel like, <laughs> <laughs> still I don't know what's going yeah that was that was really really funny, um, but yeah, I did like the fight. Yes. Though it felt like an anime. Yeah. The fighting was actually really well done. Uh, as Tony said, I did like uh, uh, never seen that before. Yeah, I never seen Odin in all his like glory fighting. That that was really really cool. So I definitely did like that. Uh, overall, yeah, I really like. Yeah, I like the comparisons of Odin and Wenwu because Wenwu technically, what it, it's they're they're coming the same cloth. Um, Wenwu yeah. and Odin, and so it's nice to see that Wenwu also was on the I guess the good side. Yeah. Um. Because in Shang Chi, Shang Chi had to fight his father, in the way that Hela has to fight her father. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> Shang Chi was just down bad for Hela. <laughs> he, he was like, "We can reshape the world." <laughs> she should have yeah, took him up on that offer. Yeah, it was funny that just when was just like had that side of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's a romantic at heart. Yeah. I mean, yeah, to I totally get that. Um, even in Shang-Chi, like all he cared about was his wife. That's the reason he did all that and made a sure. mess of like the whole universe. He just wanted to hear his voice, uh, the yeah. voice of his uh, wife. Man's got it bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. The next episode, another one that came out again, Captain Carter is being featured. She was pulled away into a different dimension by, uh, the Scarlet Witch who now has a, the power to create portals from other dimensions which is the entire plot of multiverse of madness which makes it even less relevant now the fact that she can she could have just like spent a few more years studying and been doing it herself oh, true. <laughs> Damn. So, so that was wild um but yes it was in like the 1600s yeah and we, it was very much like Robin Hood feels. They were just like mm -hmm. in the fields and doing these kind of like, you know, shenanigans. Uh, what did you think of this episode? Yeah, I vote. I grew up like I think hearing the King Arthur story. So it's interesting yeah. to see um, them in a different time. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Scarlet Witch being like that Merlin figure. And then like you having like, I love that Paul Rudd was in this like Ant-Man. Yeah. Um, and then you had Bucky and then you had Steve Rogers too. Steve like Rogers, just kind yeah. of being that those bandits, like those Robin Hood bandits where they just steal from the rich and give to the poor. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, and then you have Thor and then you have Happy. So, and then I think it was funny that Tony was like the crazy one because he was into science. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, that was a nice twist. Like it was nice to see the tables turn there. Um, but yeah, it it was it was decent. Like I um it was not my favorite episode. Um, but yeah, and, yeah. Again, they're kind of going to the Steve Peggy like love story, and you're like, okay, we get it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly, right. Uh, speaking of time, uh, like uh, turning the table. 
Uh, I did like the fact that like Captain Carter, it's supposed to be the person out of time. But in this situation, mm-hmm. she knows more about the future than they do. So she's like using yeah. these words. And Tony's like, I love this gibberish that you're <laughs> saying. That I, thought, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so at the end of this episode, basically you find out that Steve was actually not from this universe and he was causing a tear in that universe. And I was like, great. So to prevent the tear from the universe that is being caused by someone not in that universe being in there, you bring another person from outside that universe. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That that, that makes a lot of sense. And then Captain Carter just stays there and she's like, all right. And uh, again, and then finally, Doctor Strange finds her at the end, which leads us to our last episode. What if uh, Superior Supreme Strange uh, intervenes? And this one was like the culmination of stuff. So you bring yeah. back all the characters. Kohori comes back and Kohori kills it in this episode. I love it. Uh, I like to see her team up with Captain Carter. Uh, I love the ending when they get all the weapons. Everyone throws their weapons at them and they have all the cool weapons. Yeah. I thought that was super cool. The zombies be coming back. Cool throwback. I like that. I, love I, I love how this episode had so many throwbacks. It was really, really cool. No, I agree. I think that fight scene was incredibly epic. The fight, like just everyone kind of just going at each other. I made a comment where I was like, that's just, like as close to what we're getting for Secret Wars, where every like people from different multiverses are just yeah. coming and just like beating each other up for no reason. Um, that was cool. It was really cool. And then I think, I mean, Doctor Strange in What If Season One was like it. It was really interesting, but I think at the end of the day, he's just like another simp where he's like, oh, I just love my love Christine, yeah. and then then I do anything, and then everything like just goes to um, shatters because of his love for Christine, and then. It's nice. I guess he's still on it. Yeah, <laughs> he's still working on through that goal. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm glad that Kahori came back. Um, and I think it was interesting that Kahori and Captain Carter were a team up. I made a comment yeah. in my video a while back where it was like, you would think that she knows of all the colonizers. So I think that another thing why I guess Captain Carter is like, for me, not my mm. favorite is that her Union Jack like just representing yeah. the way that she does. Like it's kind of ironic in the and with what she like fights for, and yet you have this Union Jack up and so proudly on your shield. Yeah. And so for Corey, who who just fought colonization like not too long ago, coming yeah. with Captain Carter in that way was very weird. Yeah. Um. It, but other than that, it was I think it was nice that they kind of bonded still, and then were able to take um take on Doctor Strange. Um. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah, uh, Toyin just mentioned about Killmonger. Mm. I love that Thanos yeah. showed up, and you're like, "Oh shit, they're fucked!" And then all of a sudden, Thanos disappeared, and you're trying to figure out why. And then here comes Killmonger with all the Infinity Stones, and I was just like, "Yo, this is so good." That was a really, really cool moment. So I, I love that. This was a, this was an action-filled episode, mm-hmm. which is what I really like. Like as soon as we see Kahori. After that, it's just action after action after action, which was really, really good. And then finally, they defeat uh, Doctor Strange by, I don't really know how they defeated him. He kind of just like defeated himself, but also got like pushed into this portal. And they're like, all right, uh, this was his last sacrifice. So he was good all along. And you're like, okay, apparently there's like a devil in him or something. But like, mm-hmm. motherfucker, you you did it to yourself. <laughs> like, it was really your fault. Uh, again, more people causing problems because, you know, they're simps, I guess. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's it, man. 
God damn it. Uh, but yeah, no, this was this was a decent season. But like for me, like as you know, like we talked about it, there were hit and misses. There were some hits, yeah. there were some misses. For me, unfortunately, I feel like there were more misses than hits, but overall. I think the whole thing is worth it because we got this new amazing character and for Marvel to make a brand new character so late in the game and make it in a cartoon show that's not very popular and have it take off is amazing. It's huge. Mm -hmm. And if we don't see Kohori in Secret Wars, I'm going to burn a building down because we, we need to see her because that's so I need dope. I at some, in some capacity in like the next year or so. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really cool. That's going to be the next like Captain America picks up the hammer moment when we see her in the mm-hmm. in Zika Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, please let people know where they can find you. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I am more more on basically all my social medias. I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Letterboxd too, and Serialized. Um, except there's like apparently Letterboxd now going to do TV reviews. So we'll see how that happens. So it might just all be on Letterboxd, but yeah that's where you'll find me um yeah all right very cool well thank you so much for joining us we'll definitely have you back for something or another uh i'll keep a close eye on your tiktoks and if you're talking about anything that we're covering i'll be sure to ask you to come on join people love you people like having you by the way i don't know if i ever got to tell you but we had a lot of great people say great things about you during our everything everywhere all at once episode a lot of people uh, loved a lot of your comments it was really really cool um that's great as always, guys, uh, don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Uh, we are growing on YouTube. We are over 6,700 followers on YouTube. We are growing every single day. Uh, if we hit 10,000, I think I think we're definitely going to try to hit 10,000, hopefully by the yeah. end of the year, maybe even earlier. Uh, and we are going to be able to start making money off this motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again. And until next time, salam, nerds. Love that.